everybody. Welcome to episode 217 of the Good Kraken Show. It is Tuesday, May 23rd, and I am your host, Devin Stanford, a.k.a. Brevin the Dude, a.k.a. Fuck your mama, fuck your dog, fuck your friends. <laughs> no, not really. I love all of you. Why? Don't worry about it. Oh my God. You know, it, it's, you? it's been a heated week. But we're not going to get into that because I'm here with some lovely peoples, including the long-awaited name drop, the screaming Polynesian, Erna Pearson. Ah! It is a, uh, a very long <laughs> spirit of a bottlenose dolphin. <laughs> Eyes of the eagle. Eyes of the eagle. Huh? <laughs> it has it has been a very um interesting Tuesday, if you will. Uh very interesting Tuesday. My my back is exactly the same it was last week <laughs> so to give to give everybody an update uh over the weekend my x-ray results came in and i found out that i have a fracture in my spine uh <laughs> due to a misalignment of my tailbone and my l5 lumbar spine uh coming too far back and cracking that bad boy there uh i had a meeting with a doctor today over a video call because apparently that's what doctors do now uh and this doctor said get over it (laughs) 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 this this doctor basically basically in a weird roundabout way this doctor said unfortunately there's nothing we can do as far as like anything hasty because it's not broken enough to justify invasive surgery. Uh, but the most that we really can do is just get you through physical therapy. Uh, and then she went through a 10 minute long rant on how pain, physical pain, uh, is just your mind's way of trying to protect your body, uh, from any more physical harm. And I was like, Bitch, I don't care. <laughs> it still fucking hurts. Why aren't you prescribing me anything, you psychopaths? Dude, I, <laughs> uh, they literally told me the same fucking thing for my knee. They're like, well, no surgeon is ever going to outright say you need something right now, but we could treat it this way or this way or this way. And you're like, so basically you told me you're going to do fucking nothing but wait. Great. So I can like go to explain to her. I was like, I, I know that it might be hard for you to notice at first glance. But I have a pretty high pain tolerance. <laughs> you might not know this by looking at me. There might not be any sort of physical way of understanding <laughs> that I might have a higher pain tolerance than the average human being. Okay. Uh, and she was like, no, totally understandable, but it's just a subconscious part of your brain. It's just at, and I was like, holy fucking shit. Okay, thank you. I'll call and get physical therapy scheduled and uh, get it taken care of. Thanks. Have a good day. And I just like hung up and I was like, thank God I wasted 20 minutes of my fucking life having that conversation. You know what I mean? I wouldn't imagine what my life would be like if I didn't have that 20 minutes to waste talking to you. Or no, if I may add. Yes. Um, uh, I think I think your doctor's right. I think you should just tap into that that meditative state. You know, mm. ascend mm. a plane, yeah. and yeah. all pain is nothing. Yeah. What is pain, yeah. really? Mm. You, 
mm-hmm. what what you could do is if it's you could, if, if it's so subconscious, make it even sub subconscious so you don't yeah. even feel it. <laughs> Unconscious. <laughs> you know, you know, knock his ass out. Let's go. Or, or you can look into your inner self and focus, and then project your astral form out, and then conduct your day in your astral form. Yeah, so that way you don't bitch, feel the you know? come on, man. Yeah, so that way you don't feel the pain in your physical body. Dragon Ball Z, like <laughs> for like half like, an hour. Like, 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 no, don't don't move too much. We don't. <laughs> Don't need you to bail out on the show. Right yeah, now. I, I, can, I have a pillow. You can, you can see I have a pillow behind my back to keep me comfy. So I can. I've been trying to take slow, like... deep breaths. <laughs> yeah, just straight into the bay. But then Devin will call me fat again. I have to block him on Instagram. Anyways, how y'all doing? How, Devin, how are you doing? Okay. <laughs> I hate, this. <laughs> I hate this. Devin, how's your Tuesday going? Um, you know what? I had a pretty good day. Um, I woke up, went to my office, and returned my office equipment because your boy said mm. to his job. <laughs> yep, yep. And it actually worked Audio out pretty good for me. Devin put up uh, middle fingers in the air. Yeah, yeah. Yep. With quotations. <laughs> Thank you. Yep, 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 yep. Um, but uh you know uh, i took a nice healthy nap today i made myself an omelet today that was that was great that was great i put i put some some uh white onions some mushrooms some spinach and some turkey cabalsa sausage with some colby jack shredded cheese it was tasty it was tasty slapped that bitch with a little bit of sour cream and some salsa on top of it sprinkled a little bit more cheese on Your top of sour, sour cream mm, i got a so cabalsa good. for you yeah, I'm sure you it's like do. This big. Yeah, it's actually but it's wide like a tuna can, right? right? It's wide like that's a tuna can. Size. It's, it's like this, that, but that tuna meme, can. That meme of like the katana that says "my peepee" and then it pulls all the way. It's just this broken sword. <laughs> that's me, guys. That's me. Shane with hey, yo, the subscription. Shane. Thank you, baby boy. Thank we you. Appreciate you. Appreciate um, it. With the prime. But I played a lot of a game that came out recently, mm. like a lot. <laughs> Yep. And and I'm, I'll I'll be talking about it later today. We sure will. We but, sure will. Yeah, but uh, I took Amos on uh, on a nice healthy walk today. Wherever he went, he's like hiding on the floor. He's still outside. He's still bed. walking. Yeah, you took him <laughs> on a walk. Never got brought him back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amos, come back. Come say hi to the to the the pod fam. Oh, there he Hello, is. Father. Hello, Hello. Hello. No, no, it's it's more like papa. Papa, papa. Papa. Like, oh, small Colombian child? Like what are you? <laughs> no, I just I just like imagine, you know, like an eighteen hundreds, like twelve year old boy just going, Papa. <laughs> okay. Have some right. more, please. Let's let's introduce but, the rest of the boys. Yeah, I was just about to. <laughs> we are also joined here today by my wonderful little cherry blossom. With a shit-eating grin on his face. Garrick Bartholomew. Bartholomew. Eat shit, Garrick. You eat shit, DJ. <laughs> I was just like, God damn, son. Yeah, DJ. Never show your fucking face here again, bro. <laughs> um, honey boobies in chat. As a massage therapist, it's so important that we understand pain and the effects it can have on the human body, but not just the body, but mentally it takes a toll as well. Everyone in healthcare should understand. It sounds like whoever spoke 
to you. I'm assuming that's what you meant. I uh, didn't have a lot of empathy. I need to take some more ethics courses. Um, yeah, I nice. mean, she didn't look too far from being a bog witch herself, but uh, that, that that's fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We'll get, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Helen, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Keller? Yeah, I had a fucking, <laughs> I had a fucking doctor's appointment yeah, with Helen Keller. Yeah, connections <laughs> like that. Wait, have, was, you, have you seen? I was like, "Hey, how's your day going?" She was like, ah! <laughs> "That's fucked up. That's fucked up." I didn't expect you to do that. That's so fucked up. Or no. Can Garrett talk about his day? Garrett, how's your day? How's your day, Garrett? how's your day? How was the, the Snack King's day? Bro, you devil down. No! I'm sorry, Twitch. I'm sorry. Don't take this too seriously. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Scared just crying in silence. <laughs> this is more fun than Fast Exiles, man. <laughs> hmm. Did you go see it? Okay. Yeah, we did. We did see it. Oh, we did. We did. We definitely oh. did. Holy shit, y'all. Um, damn, we wow. Um, if anybody is actually curious about my day, uh, it was all right. Um, actually, it's really interesting. Um, coming off of uh, Erno reading Honey Honey Booby's message there oh, in not, chat. Not where I thought you were gonna go. Um, no, no. Very <laughs> interesting. Um, coming off of Erno's insensitivity. <laughs> no. Uh, thank God, no. Um, dude, I actually. Um, so I have. I don't know if I caught everybody up on the podcast, but just I will real quick. Um, they did. I had like my MRI results, and uh, I have like I have two injuries in my left knee. Um, I have a damaged bursa, which uh, they just refer to as bursitis. Um, and it's honestly, it doesn't sound as anywhere near as fucking awful as it actually fucking is. I, bursitis makes it sound like nothing, but it fucking it's awful. Um, yeah. And I also have a torn meniscus um, in the same knee. Um, so that's kind of what I'm dealing with. They gave me um, a cortisone shot in the bursa area. And it literally felt like somebody inflated a balloon inside my fucking joint for a couple of days. Um, but a cut like on a couple of days ago, I actually woke up pain free. <laughs> wake up, <laughs> dude, dude, for real. Like I like I cannot stress this enough. Like I woke up pain free for the first time in nine months and i literally fucking cried because i had not felt that way in so fucking long like i'm serious <laughs> like like literally because i i didn't realize how exhausted how exhausted i fucking was of just being in pain oh my fucking god it was horrible and to like not feel in pain ever like for the like it was amazing. It was fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, I was even I even felt confident enough just to, like kind of like to take my brace off and do a little bit of like walking and stretching. Uh, and it's it's it, you know, it's tired and a little sore because I, I haven't really used the muscles like that. But it's definitely not where it was three weeks ago before the shot. And thank fucking God. Um, oh, yeah. Hot damn. Um, but in some other good news, I've actually had a pretty good week. Um, I had a job interview and subsequent uh, subsequent hiring this afternoon. So uh, your Heck, boy has yeah, a second bro. job. For, yeah. uh, so I'm pretty excited. Garrick will, Garrick will go up. this morning like, 
Mm-hmm. It was at Lowe's, right? Yep. No! Actually, those motherfuckers never got back to me. I caught like uh, they even said I. Yeah, I had the I, like they hired me, like they offered me the position, and then I was never able to reach anybody ever again. So it was just like whatever, man. Uh, so I ended up reaching out to this other position, just a uh, like really low key. Uh, oh my god, Arnell. Uh, and so like it's just like a, it's a weekend position, um, just doing like uh, being like a cook at like an assisted living facility, essentially. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, like, I have experience doing both of those sorts of things, and I like being of service to people, so, like, it just seems like kind of a fun job, so I'm going to do it. Oh, yeah. Into the sky. <laughs> you should play the Blake get 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 version. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I do feel like we have one more person uh, to introduce, though. Yes, we do. We have the outstanding Twitch's very own DJ! Um, it's so funny that uh, we say Twitch's very own all the time. I haven't streamed. So I know he hasn't streamed on Twitch in so long. <laughs> <He> like, <laughs> made zero content, made made nothing. I've been actually a ghost on the internet for the past yeah, like we're just, we're just uh, have to say uh, I have a few good, months now. Good Krakens, very own. You know what I mean? Or like, yeah. like something like that. Uh, we can Me. talk about it later. We can talk about it later. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll think of something. I'll think of something. Yeah. My people will talk to your people. Yeah. And, good uh, Good morning, Vietnam. Uh, no, that's that's Good movie. And good something movie. that only you could say. I'll accept it because it's still API month. So we're allowed there to go, make baby. fun of each other. There you go, baby. That's what I'm talking um, about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's that's fine. But right. if you two white fucks say anything, it's a hate crime. <laughs> yeah, so, I was yeah. just be like, Gary, did you take you down know. notes on things that that <laughs> Ernella and DJ let... can say and we cannot? <laughs> he said you two Let's white fucks you know. say it. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! And and I'm surprised Ernell's not pressing this. I I am Native American. <laughs> but is that in the AAPI? Is that is that, is that... no? <laughs> Exactly. No. So keep fucking. <laughs> yeah, no. I get my own month. I get my own month. I was with yeah, that. I was with that way worse. Yeah, I, I, get, was, I was yeah, way I get worse. my own month. But really, I get twelve months. Your time is not now. Uh, <laughs> um, but I think it was a really bad episode. I can feel it. <laughs> I, I've been. Uh, I just got. I just got back recently from Houston. Uh, hung out with some family. Met. Uh, got to meet my uh, second nephew. Um, his name is uh, Arlo. His name is Arlo. Oh, that's a cool. Name. He's only uh, three three months old. He's a little cute baby. Little baby. Um, he's small. Ate some good food uh, in celebrating my dad's seventieth birthday. Uh, first night, we went out to this bougie, like nice restaurant. I had uh, a jalapeno salmon beignets with. with it's a fancy, it's a little fancy place. And I also got myself like an old fashioned, and also it came with like some some sides. I got uh, like uh, a lobster mashed potatoes and Ooh. truffle fries. Ooh. It was good. Ooh, wee. Oh, oh, yeah. It was not you. Ate. It was you ate God damn, you my, ate. Yeah, my balls. Is like, oh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even done. So so so. And then at, for dessert, <laughs> not even done. <laughs> For dessert, um, they they pulled out a special dessert uh, for everybody on the table. It was like their special like baked Alaska. It's like this little fucking, this little fucking like column 
of like just like like crushed Oreos, cream, and 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 like oh, it was it was. Holy fuck! Mm. I'm coming. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, next morning for lunch we had uh Viet Cajun style crawfish, which is um a crawfish boiled uh, in like Cajun seasoning and and then uh Cajun and uh, Vietnamese seasonings and then. Uh, it is like um, it is tossed in garlic butter. Uh, that's the flavor we went for. So um, that shit was pretty. That shit was really good. And then um, and then uh, for dinner we ate like at this other Vietnamese place uh, called Drunken Lobster. We had some like fucking that just uh, sounds fucking fire, bro. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty pretty did surprising it, for what did it, it was. But tried to fight you before you ate it. No. Great. Uh, that anyway, was the end of that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and then uh, today, I, I I got the the wings again from that wing place I was telling telling you guys about with the ranch fries. Uh, but this time I ordered. I got something. Um, I I still got the spicy hot uh, uh hot honey barbecue, uh, with the ranch fries. Uh, still crispy. Uh, they have this thing called Deucey Juice. And I got um, a large, like this fucking large styrofoam cup. And That's it's just, juice, it's just a, bro. <laughs> no, it's red. It, it's just fucking cool. It's deuce juice. It, it, it's <laughs> deucey. <laughs> I assume it's, it, it's, it's the owner's juice. Hey, so lock and load with the sub. Thanks Thank for the can. prime. So I'm going, but <laughs> the deucey juice. <laughs> but deucey juice. Dude, that shit was good. It was just ah. basically fruit. It was basically like fruit <laughs> punch. Juice? It was like fruit punch, Kool Aid mixed with lemonade, dude. It's like fucking bright ass red, dude. I fuck that shit was amazing. <laughs> it's dude. not making it sound any better. But the like some <laughs> juicy juice, you know what I'm saying? Hey man, if you had it, dude, I it, it's just it was nice. It's a great pairing, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, yeah. You you ate you ate. Yeah, but dude, today I'm eating like every day. We're also going to eat because this is the Good Kraken Show. And today we are talking about Tears of Joy over the kingdom. Whatever the hell Ernell has been playing or watching, because we really don't fucking know how we're feeling about games so far this year and much, much more. Because this is the Good Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you want to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. West Coast, best coast time. And three hours later on uh, East Coast. If you're riding this wave, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive post-show content, and soon have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital but if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment that is totally fine you can watch us record the show live right here at twitch.tv forward slash good kraken show if you have amazon prime tell them dj prime gaming You also have Twitch Prime, and we would love for you to give that to us, just like So Lock and Load did in chat today. 
and help us keep pushing out content for all of you listening or watching at home. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken! Explanation point. And leaving a review there. A number one rated podcast. In all of Antarctica. <laughs> Colonel, what's up, doggy dog? To hang, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> so oh a little You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> we got some captain's orders here, and yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> due to an unfortunate accident during a pegging session with his partner, Ernell re-injured his back. As a result, we were unable to perform our GK duties on Saturday, so we missed our episode. We're sorry for the inconvenience. But please be patient with us while he heals up. Y'all should have never let me do show notes. <laughs> <laughs> so you thought, bitch. Uh, yeah, so uh, unfortunately, it was a real big one. And uh, my back just couldn't handle it. So, uh, this is big. This big. This big. This big. Like this. That's a big around. Like this. This is big. This. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we unfortunately weren't able to uh, to pull through for our uh, official review of Fast X. Um, I will say, uh, me and Devin, we could probably give a quick rating. Um, <laughs> 6.5 out of 10. Really? Nah, dude. That that's a, that's like a hard five. Dog. J- J- a Jason, hard. Oh, Jason, Jason, the fact that Jason the fact Momoa gave it, it a six five is. Yeah. Well, here, here's, rough. here's the deal. It's a 6-5 movie. It's like an 8 out of 10 Fast and Furious movie, to be real with you. Um, okay, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll accept allow that. that yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah, a five, it's a 5 movie, an 8 Fast movie. That's yeah, that's where I'm going to say. It's not, would put it's, it at a 6. It's, no, it's yeah, nowhere near go. as good as like 8 and 9, okay. but like it's 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 still pretty good. Jason Momoa carries the whole fucking movie. Let's just say that. All right. He just, I, he, I, okay. I, will, I will say this. Jason Momoa is actually hilarious in this movie. Like actually hilarious. But there are a couple of moments, and Ernell can attest to this. Things would happen, and my arms would be up like this, and I'd just be like, why? <laughs> For like five minutes. Like my my hands did not go down. Internet was just laughing the me whole time. And and Jag, our good old cardboard king here in our community, uh, we, me, us three, generally speaking, the whole movie, we're just laughing. We were, we were just, just talking shit, dying dude. at everything <laughs> in this fucking movie. We're like, oh my god, this is really happening right now. Because they, they do so many callbacks to like the old movies. It's so great, dude. If you can go and watch this with somebody, please fucking do. Please do. Uh, I want to see it over again already. I've been <laughs> I've been able to stop thinking about this fucking movie, dude. You guys know I unabashedly love these fucking stupid movies, man. Fast X is brilliant. Too, man. You know, She's eight out of ten. It's an eight out of ten movie, dog. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I just I just want to point out Amos's pause real quick before I continue on this. Look at those look at those gentlemen. Your mama's a pause. Um but <laughs> I when he, when he's like, you you don't have friends if you got family, and I love you, and then I was like, family, I am Groot, you, Jack, and like three people around us fucking lost it when I said that. He, like, the, the, there's a character in it that is the younger sister of a prior love interest who has since been gone, and he says to this girl... 
I won't lose you again. I won't. I'm, I won't lose my sister again. And it's like he just met her the night before. <laughs> but and here's like, the, here's and the deal. <laughs> Fucking dope, hype ass post credit scene, though. You know what I mean? Dope ass hype fucking post credit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some bitch. <laughs> Goddamn dog! I tell you, um, I, I we were Vin like Diesel's Yo! walking like this in the whole movie. This is Vin Diesel the whole movie. He's walking like this. There's there's so many scenes of him just standing there. Just standing with like the sunshine behind him, or like an explosion, or like something cool happening, like directly by just standing. <laughs> Fucking great! I love this movie. Also, ten out of ten movie of the year. Also, there was, like, like the score is just gone. Uh, just, like, there's like oh, Metacritic ninety eight. Uh, there, there is some really funny like shots in this movie. And like it's like there's a shot of Vin Diesel standing in front of the Coliseum and like Rome. And I'm just I, I like as soon as it happens, I like tap on Erdell's shoulder. I'm like, hey, hey, Vin Diesel is probably like, hey, let's go. Let's go get a shot right there real quick. Let's go do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Underneath, underneath. Get, get this angle. Get this angle. Huh? Make me look big. Family. <laughs> Yeah, dude. you know what? Actually, we're just gonna turn this episode into our official Fast X review right now. Let's go, <laughs> Devin. Um, what are we, what, guys, what are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, well, it's time to get to your positions. Hoist the sails because it's hands on deck. Dick. Yes, get get your hands get on the dick, and uh, here we are on the dick. Okay, Korg. It's um guess uh here we are on the dick. It's, okay, can uh, we nice. can we fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> Guys, we don't really do hands on deck that much anymore, but we got a few things we're gonna talk about today. Um How are your mom today? Huh? Wow. Wow. <laughs> so do you it's too easy. Huh? It's too easy. <laughs> are we doing are we doing me or you first? Let's let's go over that. Uh you, you know what? You go first. I wanna know what you want to talk about. That's that. Hey, you know what? I'm glad you asked, my friend. Uh, gentlemen, ladies, babies, and thence, uh, your boy has been playing Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> Checks out, though. Checks good game, out. Good I game, mean. you know what I'm saying? No, I have been spending a lot of time uh, watching stuff, actually, because I have not been able to very comfortably sit in this wonderful throne of mine for you know too long so i spent some time catching up on some backlog stuff um as well as some stuff that has recently come out that i was very uh anticipatory for um one of the things that i will talk about very briefly is i got a chance to watch sweet tooth season two um which is fucking incredible you should absolutely watch that if you have not watched the first season of sweet tooth god damn it god damn it Fucking watch that it's show. It's so good. Um, season two is phenomenal. You absolutely should watch it. It is just as hearty and wholesome and wonderful as the first season. They're unraveling more of the story around Gus, the main character, a.k.a. Sweet Tooth, um, and the relationship between him and the other hybrids and stuff like that. Um, I don't want to go too deep into it because there's a lot that can be ruined in season two if i say too much so just know it is just as phenomenal as the first season if not better um the bad guy in the story of sweet tooth um 
a la show uh, is fucking incredible. He is such a good villain, this fucking guy. Uh, so please, God, the charisma, man. Go go watch this show. Go absolutely fucking watch this show. Uh, but the one that I want to talk about today, gentlemen, in more thorough uh need here is a movie that I uh, that came out a little while back and I finally got a chance to watch that movie is called Beast and Beast with Idris Elba yes oh that one Uh, Beast is a movie uh, starring Idris Elba as uh, as we know um, uh, in which he is taking his two young teenage daughters not quite teenage. They're they're on the young, like maybe 13, 14, right? Uh, his two young daughters, and he's taking them to Africa uh, because their mother had somewhat recently passed away from cancer. Uh, he wanted to take them on a trip. Uh, lo and behold, in the process of the story, you find out that while their mother was sick with cancer, uh, him and their mother, Pat, uh, had, had separated. Um, and so she passed away without them being a couple. And so there's some resentment between the daughters and the dad in this scenario. Uh, They go to Africa, and when they go on this trip to Africa, they meet up with Idris Elba's uh, friend, um, who is the most cunningly cliche Australian man you could possibly possibly fucking ask for in this like trip to Africa um short of a crikey and this is a knife like, literally short of that uh this man is, is like get your daughters in the car like he's he's that guy right like <laughs> <laughs> don't touch the lions right like he's that fucking guy uh and uh basically what happens in the instance of this He's taking them on a quick tour of like the desert, you know, area so that they can see lions because he is um, what is called an anti poacher um, and he takes care of uh, exotic animals in Africa. Uh, in the midst of them doing this, they run into a village in which he's like, hey, we should stop here to get some supplies uh, and check on this village. There's some friends of mine goes there and finds that the entire village has been wiped out. Uh very fat, big time fast forward uh, as they're trying to leave said village, the culprit of which that wiped out this entire village then attacks them. It is a lion. Um, and this lion has recently had its entire pride wiped out by poachers and is now head on taking on any fucking human in sight to get revenge for its pride being taken out, including this innocent family in Africa. <laughs> um, This movie is very interesting because it is not the best movie on the planet. It's not. There's, uh, there's, there's definitely better Idris Elba movies to be completely honest with you. He, uh, he, he definitely, he's playing as an American guy. So already it's kind of weird. Uh, but he just kind of like, they kind of like make some decisions that are not very believable and, it's a bit of a bummer because I feel like there's like certain things you would do in the midst of being attacked by a fucking lion with blood all over his fucking face, right? Like stained into its fur. Um, and one of those things would not be leaving your window wide open. You know what I mean? Uh, like little things like that. <laughs> that, that I'm just like, huh? Like the first thing I think of is roll up the windows the second thing I think of is grab a weapon, right? Like that's like immediately. And they're in the midst of trying to like not 
do that and crawl into the back. Of the tra- I don't fucking know. Um, what I will say is that it is a very cool concept that they did in coming with this sort of like survival situation because once things kick off they do not alleviate for like a majority of this movie um like the third act is real short because the second act sort of has all the fucking wild stuff that's in it um and it it it, it keeps up that pace really really well i also would have to say too that the ending of this movie is one of the dopest letdowns <laughs> fucking yeah. ever wait wait, it, wait wait dope letdown because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it I'm does assuming you're going to explain it does one of the dopest fucking things ever ever like Idris Elba taking on the this lion and like the final standoff right because obviously it's gonna have that right the the whole ending scenario of this is so fucking sick but it's so short. It's so short. <laughs> and I'm just like, damn it. If you would have given me like two more minutes of that shit, I probably would have been happy, right? Just two more minutes of this, build up the ante. Let, like the, the, all the shit that Marvel is fucking incredible at, right? And just like making that third act just real, real fucking juicy. You know what? Um, and they just, they just, they just don't do it that way. They just, they don't do it that way. This movie is effectively Idris Elba and his daughters fight a lion is effectively what this movie is. Um, I it's the gray in Africa, except the gray is so much cooler. <laughs> yes, it is. The gray is so Sounds much like cooler. it. Oh my God. It, it is effectively the gray with a lion, except he's not alone and he's not in Alaska. <laughs> and he doesn't have some cool fucking saying the way Liam Neeson does in the entirety of the gray that he says like four times as dope as shit every fucking time he says it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I will say this movie's probably a solid six out of 10 for me. Um, it is fine. It is very, very, very fucking fine. Uh, do not spend money on it. Wait until you get a chance to stream it. It is currently on Amazon Prime for free. Uh, if you want to watch it on there, it is a fun popcorn flick. Uh, and honestly, I would say if you do want to just get the, you know, the the good stuff into your system a little bit, just watch the last like 20 minutes of the movie and you'll get the fucking point. You already, you already know what you need to know. You just need to see the dope ass fucking scene that like let me down. Cause it was too short. Um, yes. So but the, yeah, you're, you're not missing out too much on beast. Uh, Oh God, there was one thing also I want. Oh yeah. I rewatched fall yesterday. Fall. What is that? Fall, the one where the two girls are stuck at the top of the B sixty two TV tire. Fuck that! Fuck that! No, here's the deal. I liked it more this time. <laughs> I liked it more this time. So it's mm. it's. I I know it looks fucking ridiculous, like, and it looks like it's like sh- filmed really shitty because the marketing kind of makes it seem like it's filmed shitty. Um, this this movie is surprisingly good. It's surprisingly good. 
gentlemen. I'm, I'm telling you. Like, it looks like such a fucking stupid concept, but the way that they piece everything together. For, so for anyone who doesn't know, uh, this girl loses her boyfriend on a, like, a mountain climbing trip. He doesn't secure his line good enough, and he falls to his fucking death. And for, like, eight months, she's grieving the loss of her fiance uh, and is a fucking wreck. So her homegirl is like, let's go do one more, one more extreme thing. So you can get your confidence back and feel like you're living on top of the world again. Well, they decide to go climb the B 62 fucking tower in the middle of the fucking desert. Um, That's like a 2000 tall fucking telephone tower. Um, literally 2000 feet tall. Uh, one of the top, the highest buildings like ever made in the world. Uh, top, like, eight i think it was um and they get stuck up there because the ladder fucking breaks uh <laughs> and in this entire like movie is them trying to survive and uh huh. <laughs> i i'm deathly afraid of fucking heights and there is a number of times in this movie i <laughs> probably oh dude i got sick like almost sick watching the trailer like it makes me uncomfortable to look at the poster for too long I, well, I oh, dude, there's, there's so the many fucking, I hate, I fucking hate heights, bro. I hate, uh, dude, I can't even ride kids roller coasters, man, because I'm so fucked up with heights. They, like, they, there's, and they use it. They fucking use it, dude. Like, the, the height is the fear of the movie, because this is, like, a thriller. It's a thriller movie. Oh, I'm sure, dude. I get, I legitimately get stressed out playing Dying Light because of falling in that game. It's like, oh, my I God. couldn't they, even I couldn't imagine sitting through they, two hours. They straight up have moments where they just like hold the camera over the edge. Uh, there's <laughs> no, they, I they have scenes it. where like they first get up there and the like reckless fucking stupid friend is like, oh, my God, get get a picture of me uh, hanging off the edge without any rope or anything. And she's like, oh, my God, you're fucking crazy. And she's like, come on, come on. And she does it. And you're just like, oh, fucking stop, dude. Stop, no, man. No, Litter just a thousand times now. I bet you it makes for a, a very tense film, though. It is like a majority of the mo movie is super tense, and like I, I remember like I watched it the first time and it was kind of like, all right, cool. Like I'm only half paying attention. I was kind of just scrolling through shit to like watch last night, and I saw Fall on Prime. Uh, you can rent it for like five dollars, and I was like, it's on Hulu also, I believe. Yeah, I think it is on Hulu. Uh, and I was like. Do I want to? And I remember specifically like hovering my mouse over it and being like, oh, do I want to go through that again? He's <laughs> like, that movie, I was like, oh, this movie fucked me up real bad the first time, dude. I don't know if I want to do this again. I was like, oh, fuck it. I have to be brave like her. I have to be brave like her. So I just clicked it. I just went for it, dude. And uh, I, I had such a much better fucking time with this movie. I like really honestly do recommend this. It's a seven out of 10 for me. Um, like I, I think that if you ha like don't have another movie, it the production on it feels, and this is gonna sound weird, the production feels like Evil Dead, like 2013. There is like something about the color grading and the camera angles and the way they use it that like the production actually has a lot of high value, even though a majority of this movie is very obviously green screened. Um, unless they fucking legit had these girls do this movie in this, which I don't think they did. Uh, <laughs> but um, even though a majority of the movie is green screen, we are isolated to this tower. 
Like, they don't show a bunch of other stuff happening in the story. Like, we're isolated to these two girls on the tower. So they have to make that as interesting as they can. And they did. This movie is a 7 out of 10. Please, please watch this movie. Please watch this movie. I so won't. I can, so I can talk about it with someone. You know what I mean? Like, I, I need so I need someone I can talk to about, like, oh, fuck me. You remember that part with, like, they're there Dude, and, like, oh, fuck I me. might. I just might watch it. But, like, honestly, I'm going to have to watch it by myself because mm-hmm. I'm going to have mm-hmm. to pause it and panic attack a uh-huh. lot. Yeah. Oh, dude, there's there's some moments, man. There's some moments. There's there's one there's one part where, like, she has to, like, climb the the. Oh, God. She has to climb the pool to the light that's at the very tippy top. And she goes, OK, you're going to climb. It's only like 30 feet. It's going to feel like another thousand and I was like, oh, fuck that. And she's cut, but she can't use rope on this. So she's just like Mulan, like panda Mm-mm. sliding up this fucking pool thing at fucking 2,000 feet in the air. No, you got me fucked up, bro. <laughs> you know, I was like, this bitch crazy, bro. These fucking bitches. <laughs> Dude, I can't. Fucking can't. Anyways, fuck please that. watch that. Watch that before Beast, because this is honestly a better movie than Beast. <laughs> um, anyways, that's all I have. Uh, Devin has been wonderfully playing a great game. Uh, yeah. I heard it's very empty. Uh, <laughs> not really. It's no, very not. Not really. It's not really. Very I'm, not. I'm just joking. I've heard quite all the right, opposite, right. actually. Uh, but so, Devin has been playing Tears of the Kingdom. Devin, yes. talk about it, Daddy. So, yeah, I have been playing Tears of the Kingdom since launch. Uh, I haven't really gotten a whole lot of time to play it that much up until like very recently like this last week i am i i I just want to say i think this zelda game has the best intro to any zelda game i've ever played like i and i'm not saying that lightly i was actually extremely impressed with the beginning of this game um and that that intro sequence um is probably only about 10 15 minutes long and the tutorial that they do in this game is actually really fun. Um, and it doesn't hold your hand too much. Like, it makes you have to, like, solve puzzles still uh, very well um, in it. Uh, what what video are we watching here? Just just, just some random, 11, random video? 11 minutes of gameplay. Put up oh, game nice, spot. nice. Yeah. So, yeah, that ability that they just did, um, you, it's called an auto-build ability. So that's what the newest mechanic that they introduced into this game is you can get a lot of items and equipment from an ancient civilization called the Zonai in this game. And um, you can construct pretty much anything that you want. There's people making helicopters and battle planes and kaijus and trojan horses literally a battle hovercraft jesus yeah dude yeah dude (laughs) it's it's really fun and there's enemy encampments like the i actually just cleared this enemy encampment like two days ago um that very one that we were at but there's tons of the the world is very full it it is it is essentially the same map from uh breath of the wild but they have altered it a bit with like different weather elements in different regions of the map, uh, different enemies, different structures, because time has passed in the game since Breath of the Wild. And they've introduced a lot of new enemies. They've introduced item fusion. As you see what he just did there with his uh, bow, um, you can 
combine items to get different status effects and do uh, greater damage and stuff too. Um, and you can do the same thing with all of your melee weapons as well in the game, which is wild. Um, and that is a Bacoblin boss that he was fighting. See, he just fused another weapon right there. Um, you can put like springs on your shields. So when enemies hit your shield, the spring deploys and just launches them across the map. It's actually hilarious. <laughs> um, but it's really impressive how well this game runs on the Switch. I am I'm using the original Switch model, the very first model that came out, and it is almost seamless. Um, the only time I ever encounter a loading screen is if I teleport to a new location or if I'm going into a shrine. Other than that, it is seamless open world gameplay. It runs better than some games that we play on PlayStation, Xbox, or PC, which is extremely impressive. Um, the developers did a great job um, with that. Uh, the gameplay is really smooth. Um, it's it's kind of never ending with the possibilities of what you can do because of this build function that they put in. Um, the combat's really fluid. It's it's essentially exactly the same as Breath of the of the wild, you know, with the parry system and the dodge mechanics with the flurry slashes and stuff like that. Um, there's boss fights almost everywhere you go. Like you go into a cave, there's a boss fight. You go to an encampment, there's a boss fight. You go up to a random island in the sky. Um, on that, this game is Skyward Sword, Twilight Princess, Ocarina of Time, Breath of the Wild all mashed into one game it's it's got elements from all of those um on top of your original map from breath of the wild that i said that is altered there is a whole map up in the air and there is a whole map underneath the map there is an underworld in this game as well which they <laughs> did not mark it at all no no and i haven't even gone down there yet oh and as Girlspit said it's spooky uh, Shane is classy said a link to the past. I I am at my first temple right now. I am um, not going to disclose where it is or the name of for obvious story reasons and stuff. But uh, I, I am enjoying this game a lot. And I, I think I definitely like this game way more than Breath of the Wild. And I think this game is up there so far with um, Ocarina of Time for me because that's my big number one right there. And this is above Twilight Princess already because it, it definitely has that darker, moody like feeling to it. And they've introduced a lot of new enemies into the game. There's there's dragons like everywhere, too. And until you're ready for him, you gotta you gotta fucking run. <laughs> so dragons are supposed to be. Uh, yeah. DJ, you had your hand up earlier. Uh, you had a question. Yeah, I wanted to ask Devin. Uh, so you, you said like with all the elements of the older games that, that appear mm -hmm. in this newer title, mm -hmm. would you say that this game is like the Elden Ring for the Zelda franchise? 100%. I mean, you can parry and dodge in it. <laughs> and, and in, in, in the sense of... <laughs> not what you were getting at, I'm just right. joking. In the sense of like, it, like, Elden Ring seemed like the magnum opus for FromSoft. Like, this is yeah. like a culmination of everything and all of what they learned in developing the previous games. Does that... Does it feel the same with Tears of the Kingdom 
Oh, because you mentioned, you know, all all those uh, older titles that people love, and mm-hmm. everyone has their own favorite. Um, do you think they they they, they one or well, one? Do you think that's true about it being like this is like everything you could ask for in a Zelda game? And then two, um, will people who who played the older titles love like find uh, fun playing this one? Absolutely. Absolutely, I I would put this up there as the mag, magnum opus of Zelda. Honestly, um, it it's it brings in a lot of elements from the other games that I love personally, and stuff that I I can't even touch on really, uh, because it is going to be a story spoiler for a lot of the stuff. Um, but I can't stop thinking about this game. I will sit here and play at my desk till I get tired of playing at my desk i'll lay on my bed play it handheld i'll go downstairs sit on the couch play it handheld i'll go sit outside play it handheld i'll go over to someone's house my switch is with me (laughs) you know what i mean it's 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 literally going everywhere with me right now and i can't remember the last time i even used my switch like this sick man uh Mm -hmm. do you have any questions for devin because you're you're the man that Devin's gonna be here trying to to sell on this the most, my friend. So so um, surprisingly, no, I don't. Um, I have done a lot of personal research on this game. I've talked to a lot of people about this game. I still have zero intentions of purchasing this game. Oh wow. wow, that's fine. That's wow. fine. I I honestly like with the ratings that I see of this game getting like nines and tens. I am starting to agree with it. I was very hesitant at first with the game. Um, Garrick and I did talk about it a lot leading up to it, but you know, I did it so that way we could cover it. And I am extremely, extremely happy with it. I actually just ordered a, a bunch of amiibo clones as cards for oh, nice. my yeah. Switch. Um, it came like it was like 38 pieces. For like 20 bucks and essentially i'm going to be able to get all the amoeba perks and benefits without having to buy all the amoebas uh yeah this will be i will undoubtedly play this game at some point uh Mm. i don't skip legend of zelda titles um but i this will probably like i said i won't be buying this myself uh it will probably be something i get for like my birthday or christmas and i'll just play it when i play it uh but the thing is is what it really comes down to and and like i will say like i'm still an avid legend of zelda fan like my like my fandom for like the hasn't changed it's just like Everything that I've understood about the game so far and all of the reviews I have read have told me time and time and again that if I did not enjoy Breath of the Wild, I am not going to enjoy this. And I didn't. <laughs> well, I guess that that might be a good question, Devin. In your opinion, do you think that this has something that could sell non-Breath of the Wild believers into potentially trying this? Like, is there is there something about this that you feel would convince me to give this a fair shake three three words okay sages temples dungeons ass pussy (laughs) aiken yes yeah absolutely so okay no sages temples dungeons think about the other games you've played that's all okay no no uh 
No elaboration on that. No, no elaboration on. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. No, I mean, I mean, um, Shane is hitting the nail on the head. It is, it is a culmination of the history of Zelda games. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Okay. There, there is a lot of stuff they leave out of the reviews for good reason. Is there? A... Yeah, I've heard that there's a Majora's Mask influence, but I've heard it's not. It's meh. Well, there's an influence from pretty much every title they they found a way to put lore in from almost every title and make it work what's the uh what's the wind waker one as a you know avid wind waker fan i haven't gotten to the area yet but there is a whole c portion of the map mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i do like the way that sounds um okay okay all right dj do you have any more questions um <laughs> not really no. this man just making a whole fucking aircraft carrier bro <laughs> yeah dude no no yeah. it gets wild dude you can make some dude. nut shit with some yeah. weird things you can make someone made like a fucking stuff. stealth bomber and just yeah. bombed the whole island it was crazy yeah dude yeah. fucking core, all the Korok launchers I'm seeing and stuff <laughs> yeah dude oh no no yeah. so 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 I need you to look up a video real quick and just look at uh, just look up uh, funny Koroks in Tears of the Kingdom you need to see this it's actually (laughs) so like there's koroks around the map that are have wearing too big of backpacks um and uh (laughs) and uh you they need to um get them to their friends and you get korok seeds from them that's not how you get all the korok seeds in the game but that's just like one of the ways you do it and wait, people, wait, wait. this isn't it. <laughs> this is. Huh. Wait, I think I got the wrong video. <laughs> wait, this is this is the hit song. Let me smang it by Flynn Flossie. You know, I saw, I saw them live. I saw them live. I saw I saw them live at at the Brinks back in the day. My bad. My bad, guys. <laughs> at the Brinks, dude. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, so funny yeah. Koroks. Gotcha. <laughs> Girl spit war crimes. Wait, no, keep it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bullying Korok and NPC for ten minutes. Asana. Nope, nope, don't need that. There you go. Okay, here we are. Now we're getting. Let's see this. Let's see this. Let's see this. It's Japanese. They got the Japanese. Oh one. my god! He just hooked them all up to a horse. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. So I will say um, in like kind of my research and findings of this game, just like and just, and this is all surface level because I haven't played it yet, of course. Um, but like, I will say they've I, I'll give Nintendo like a big thumbs up because they saw um, that 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 players weren't playing the game like the way they were intending it to be played so now you can actually complete the game by just basically they give you this really large expansive tutorial area that you can spend way too much time in which i did and <laughs> yes and basically after you've done that you can complete the game in any manner you see fit they're like okay we gave you the tools of understanding just go do 
So, like, when you see all these people posting now, they're like, I don't really know if I did this dungeon right, but this is how I did it. There is no right way to do any of these things. You take your understanding of the game's mechanics, apply it to your imagination, and then you solve the puzzle. And I think that is a very creative and fun way to approach open world. Uh because it leans into the fact that, like, this game was kind of silly the first time it was released, and people were doing some bonkers shit, and they were doing, and <laughs> they just made the bonkers shit even more attainable. It, 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 and you can do ridiculous stuff with this. You, you get a, so you see the ability, you can pretty much move almost any object, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you also get an ability that you can literally just shoot straight up and go through ceilings to other services. <laughs> these fuckers. These fucking poor bastards. Dude. <laughs> dude, yeah. Him getting Korok and heaven flying straight out was, was, it was so funny. <laughs> Alright, Devin, it's yeah. time, my friend. Yeah, yeah. So far, your official rating of Tears of the Kingdom. Um, So far, this, this is a uh, 10 out of 10 game. I will re-review this game when I complete it as well. Um, but I am enjoying it. Uh, the, the endless ways that you can play this game, um, how creative you can be the, um, the nostalgic throwbacks that are blended into the equipment and the side quests and the main story is great. Um, the theme of this game is honestly, I, I love it. I really do. It's, I could go on and on and on about this. So, uh, Guys, if you have a Switch, play Tears of the Kingdom. All right. I like my friend. Shane beat it. And he gave it a 10 out of 10, too. Jesus Christ. All right, man. Well, what do we got next for the people? Well, we're going to move on to our next segment. But before we do, I want to remind everybody that they can support us over on Discord, where soon they can get early access on this episode before it goes public they can write into the show and they can get this episode ad free but if you're hearing this they probably aren't on our discord so for now here's a word from our sponsor Sponsor. this piece of good cracking content is brought to you by glide mouse pads the world is changing and the demand for pc gaming and work from home setups has never been as wild as it is right now having the best of the best in pc accessories only makes it easier to get your work done before you jump right back in to the fray of the digital sea and glide knows exactly how to make that happen for you glide mouse pads is the future industry leader in mouse pads offering beautiful smooth waterproof products made with eco-friendly materials and non-slip rubber in a variety of sizes that are guaranteed to help you get that next win I've got one of these bad boys in my office at work. I've got one here at my desk right now. Devin's got one. Xander's got one. This bad boy is silky smooth. Silkier and smoothier than even the silkiest of smoothiest of smoothies or soy milk or what have you. <laughs> You can go to GlideMousePads.com right now and use code Kraken for 15% off the Founders Edition mouse pad in every size available. Again, that's code K-R-A-K-E-N, Kraken, for 15% off any 
Founders Edition mouse pad today. Our next sponsor is Rogue Energy. Late nights are pretty much commonplace for all content creators, and anyone here at GK can attest that late nights are kind of our only nights. <laughs> Luckily for us, though, Rogue has figured out exactly how to give those late nights and even earlier mornings the supercharge that we all need. Rogue Energy is a low-calorie, no-sugar energy formula that is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Every formula Rogue energy produces is designed with optimal levels of high quality ingredients and no chalky textures again we don't want that we don't want that being the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand rogue energy strives to improve the in-game performance of gamers streamers and content creators around the world now i know that we've been riding this train for a long time you might be tired of us talking about this. You might not be tired of us. You might want to just support us anyways. And you know what? For those that do support us, we love you. But the best way to support us right now is to grab yourself a big old cup of joe. When I say joe, I mean this rogue energy stuff. I need you waking up first thing in the morning with a big old shit to get a big old shit going. Oh, wow. You grab your rogue energy cup. Okay, you dip that bad, you scoop that bad boy right on there. You that bad boy shaky dakey, you know what I'm saying? And then you're out the dang door. Okay, you need this beverage in your life. I cannot express that enough. You can head on over to RogueEnergy.com and use code GKraken for 10% off any purchase of shaker or formula tub of your choosing. That's G-K-R-A-K-E-N for 10% off any shaker or formula tub that you would like. Now, back to the episode. We are back on the GK Podcast. If you're just tuning in, we are on episode 217, and we are heading into our headlining topic. DJ, can you tell the peoples what we got coming next? Well, Devin, you gotta gotta tell the people that. They gotta protect their neck. Because we're going to the gallows. Gallows. Protect your neck. Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guys, we are approaching the halfway mark of, of the year. And so I think it is an adequate time for us to talk about our games of the year so far. So. What is everybody's current game of the year? We'll go round table and we'll all have a runner up to discuss. So, Garrick, I want to start with you. I I say we start with runner ups and then work our way to yeah. game of the year. Yeah, okay. that makes sense to me. All right. Uh it. runner ups, huh? Runner ups on game of the year so far. Uh you know what? I actually think that my runner up on game of the year so far is going to have to be Hogwarts Legacy, I think. Mm, mm, okay, okay. Yeah. Fuck um, turfs. Fuck turfs. Fuck turfs. Um, uh, I, I just, it was one of those games that came out pretty early. When the fuck did that game come out? February? February, February, February yeah. 20th. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it was it came out pretty early on in the year and uh it was definitely one of those games I just sank quite a bit of time into like the moment it released. Uh it w- and it was a really really solid experience. Um I really liked the game. There was I had some like hiccups with it uh fuck about turfs. like the game itself. Yeah, fuck turfs. Um 
and there was some there were some weird things here and there uh about like the game itself that kind of felt a little backhanded again fuck turfs mm-hmm. um and but like overall it did feel like a really good wizarding experience it was it was like a bittersweet thing i know we've talked about it a little bit about how like uh ernell and i like are we like harry potter and it's really frustrating because it you don't want to like harry potter like it feels kind of gross to like yep. harry potter yep. um but i did i i would i would just be lying if i if i said i didn't have fun with the game i put fucking 80 hours into the goddamn thing when it came out uh and i played i played the shit out of it i almost 100 percent of the damn thing i played like almost all the side quests the story front and back um and it was a really cool game this was a really really well-crafted game uh, i wish wish i would have maybe got to feel a little bit more like a student i definitely made a lot of comments about halfway through the game where i was just like so as a fifth year like you just fucked off half your classes and did what it <laughs> whatever yeah, pretty much that's what i did zero, my senior year <laughs> zero yep. consequences. and i was like yeah i guess that's like an accurate description of like what happened in the game uh but the combat was honestly what ended up selling me on the game the fucking spells and like felt so fucking fun to use there was like a really good like parry block system in place uh the spell combinations all felt really fluid to use and i just felt like a goddamn wizard like i really did i felt like a wizard i felt like a powerful wizard at that um and it really really gave into that 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 world and it really lent itself to the lore that was kind of already established in that universe and it it fit really well in there um even as like a non-canon experience it was just really really fun to get to go back to that game um I ended up, I think, I don't think I, re- we didn't review that here officially for obvious reasons. Yes. Um, but like I, I, when I did end up giving it uh, like my own review, I ended up giving the game an eight five just cause I did think it was a well-crafted, uh, well-crafted game that the developers themselves put quite a bit of love into. Uh, once again, fuck turfs. Uh, please fuck understand. Turfs. I do acknowledge that this game did harm to the LGBT uh, AI plus community, specifically the trans community. I do not uh, advocate for like JK Rowling's views at all. I just thought it was a fun game and I grew up with Harry Potter. So there you go. I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. DJ, how about you, my guy? Um, I was going to say the, the same thing. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy being my runner up. Uh, Garrett kind of uh, hit all the notes I was gonna I was gonna talk about the game like fuck turfs uh, as as someone who fuck turfs fuck turfs uh, seriously and um, as a person who's not really been a Harry Potter fan uh, or if I've never seen the movies honestly I've seen like one um that's right. checks out we checks know. out we know yeah <laughs> um, yeah yeah I'd say that twice yeah it's such an old movie like. You're so fucking fired, bro. You're so fucking fired. Reach to this fucking camera and smack the shit out of you. I will say this. Which which one did you see? The last one, because that's the one that came out when he was born. No, no. They played it in school. I think it was like what? Uh, the fucking what is it? Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, the, the first, first one. one. Yeah. You yeah. should. You should. You should actually watch they, them. They you rolled should. it out on the TV set, like on the fucking little dolly. Ooh, on little the card, thing. even. Damn. Yeah, on the card. Question. When when we were in school, we still had like those those like 
fucking overhead projectors. Overhead projector TVs I and like had those. And, and like and like the big old <laughs> I was just wondering if they ever updated. <laughs> I'm just wondering a, a low I mean, I don't know what it is. The, Do they the update to like, like little now. flat screens or anything like that? Or they put flat no, screens? No, I, the I was there when they like I think in like 7th grade they start introducing like the 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 fucking the shit that you could touch with a pen, like you could draw, like the fucking. It's not like a screen. Shit. It's like shit you could start you drawing. Shit. Seven, I was going like crazy, grade, bro. A smartboard, bro. Dude. They're called smartboards. Yeah, yeah smartboard. I totally forgot what they We, we, I, had, I we didn't even have those. We didn't even so, have those at uh, my school. <laughs> anyways, DJ Hogwarts Legacy, continue on. <laughs> yeah. Um. It, it, it's uh, as a non Harry Potter fan and and like getting introduced to. Uh, some of the elements of that, and in in a, in a really, it's Hogwarts Legacy is a really nice package. It 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 scratches the itch uh, with exploration. Uh, kind of has that, mm-hmm. I'd say, like Ghost of Tsushima effect, where like you you're finding like different things, especially in Hogwarts Castle. You're like, oh, like there's a thing here. I, there's a puzzle I can solve. I can I can do it. And you're literally doing that on the way to a, a quest. That's marked on your map, and then eventually you might stumble into another quest or just complete some puzzles, and then it, you realize it's taking you like two hours to get to this one quest. Uh, and it's it, it's like that the whole game. Uh, the writing's pretty good. Dialogue is really nice. Um, the story and how it sets up is really interesting. Um, and the spells uh, feel satisfying. Like if you get up a, a really cool combo. Uh, it feels it feels like you're very you're like a fucking powerful wizard. Like you're, you're yeah. You're, you Turns out, fucking... uh, back before yeah. Harry went to school, unforgivable curses not all that unforgivable. <laughs> I was a va- I was a and all sorts of motherfuckers. Like, yeah, dude, if you're, you're, like, you're running down, you're running down like other fifth years, even like fourth and third years, and you're just going crazy doing unforgivable yeah, yeah, curses, just throwing. Yeah fucking boxes at them and like i i swear i've probably if this wasn't like t-rated i would have killed like half of the students Dude, um, the combat cracked me up though like, you can't you can't you can't just outright kill anybody that. but you can turn him into an explosive barrel and then throw him at his best friend <laughs> and kill them both that's okay they'll turn it'll be fine it's just flesh. they'll turn back and just be unconscious at the end it's fine it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> yeah but that that's that's one of my runner runner-ups no, I I actually do want to play that game. I'm just waiting for it to go on sale, personally. A deep, a deep sale. Yeah, like I want to buy that game for like no more than twenty five dollars. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ernell, what is your runner up game of the year? Um, that is a great question, Devin. Um, so. I did not play Hogwarts Legacy, so that's not making my runner-up this year. But instead, my runner-up is going to be Dead Space Remake. My oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. So, it's, it's a very good, good one. I didn't know it, you played that. Yeah, I, I, I made my way through it um, slowly over time. But uh, De- Dead Space was the first one specifically um, is a beloved game in, in my history. I, I That was one of my favorite games in the 360 era. Um, it was one of my favorite, you know, survival horror, um, 
video games in of the genre, generally speaking. Um, and I had I, I had a great time playing the original, and I had an even greater time uh, playing this one, uh, where the this one did so much justice for the original game by adding voiceovers by adding some small changes to what can be expected if you were someone that had played the original um the graphical fidelity was much better the gameplay felt smoother uh the experience generally of this sci-fi horror event that happens with this character you're playing as um just felt new it felt fresh in such a way that we've only ever like ever really seen in remakes like the demon souls remake uh in in anything that that we can justify as a full-fledged remake this is by far one of the best remakes i've seen to date um i think that they do this game so much fucking justice in this um it it just it just felt right and it came out at the right time of year in which i felt like comfortable playing a game it felt it felt in the right season um i think that uh is it is it in 2022 into a certain part of 2023 uh yeah that space was january 2023 but no we we do keep it within the calendar year i know that like there's fiscal year and stuff like that we don't do that um yeah but uh dead space i felt was a remarkable remake in so many different ways, so many different mm -hmm. ways. And it was a lot of small ways too, especially coming off of Callista protocol. That was supposed to be this sort of dead space, secondary experience, right? The soul sister of dead space, if you will. Um, and Callista protocol was a whole lot of fun, but it didn't quite have what dead space had originally. And this remake really scratched that itch after playing Callista Protocol and wanting that elevated sci-fi horror experience that wasn't just smash, smash, smash. Because a lot of Callista Protocol is just beating the shit out of things with a wrench and with a pipe and, like, just, you know, weapons like that. Where Dead Space feels more like you are having to survive and... That did the game so beautifully. Uh, this remake was incredible. I, I definitely would have given this game um, a 8.5 out of 10 um, if if I was playing it uh, or reviewing it right now. Um, this, this game was phenomenal. I thought it was a great remake. I thought it was a great game. It was a wonderful way to start out the year um, as far as 2023 in gaming. And uh, I can't wait to see if they end up doing a Dead Space 2. Hmm. I agree with that. Uh, the Dead Space remake was perfect. Um, it, so it's, good. So good. I, I, it, it was like one of those games, too. You play it, and you're like, oh, this is what next gen is supposed to feel like. You know? Um, and uh, they the, all the changes they made to it were just phenomenal. Oh, my gosh. The cat's, like, pushing my microphone stand. You see this? Take the baby girl. <laughs> um, but uh, cats being cats. Yep, yep. <laughs> Um, but I, I, I enjoyed that game a lot and they, they did change enough to it where there's still, you know, it's really funny when we did the live stream of that, I did not get startled at all. I think maybe once like a little you had bit, one jump, one jump, yeah, one, yeah, one jump. That was a good jump. That was a solid jump. Uh, 
But, but also too, you play you played Dead Space a million times. Like it makes yeah. sense that you didn't really like have much to jump at. The one that we that they got you with though was fucking incredible. That was a good. It was a good one. It was a good one. Jump. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say I had plenty of experiences where I did jump after the fact on my playthrough. <laughs> um, but so yeah, Devin, good choice, good choice. What about you? Yeah. What was your What was your runner up? My runner up for game of the year is also of the horror genre, and also a remake where they made significant changes to, in the best ways. I would say small significant changes, but uh, I'm gonna say. Um, Resident Evil 4 remake. I marathon oh, that runner game. up. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow, dude. I really thought that was gonna be your GOTY. No, 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 no. It's it's unfortunate, but uh it's it's getting passed up. Okay. All <laughs> um, right, well, all right, well, why's it gonna interrupt then? But uh and I think the reason why this is taking second place and not my my game of the year is specifically because it is a remake, too. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But um this remake was was crafted very well. Um, the the graphics are great. The the physics in this game are so much better than the original. Um, and it it was a game that we we kind of saw a conversation around, right? Where people were like, "I don't think this game needs to get remade," right? We we did see that a lot of people said that, but it turned out impeccable. Um, it, it really is, uh, the, the definition of an action horror survival, uh, game. And they did it so well. They changed boss fights in it. They added some enemies into new areas. Um, they added new weapons to the game. Uh, they even, um, changed the dialogue for the story, got new voice actors. Um, but I, you know, Capcom's been hitting it out of the park with their remakes. They really have. They've been very consistent of it. And I am one of those people where I do want to see a remake of Resident Evil 5 because of how well they did this game. But I also want to see how they're going to make the changes that they want to make and also the changes that should be necessary for that next entry. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, dude. Okay, are you going to pass the ball? Garrick. <laughs> Garrick. You're going to be like, hey, I ain't hosting. Don't fucking know me. It's you. It's you. I'm distracted. I got a cat that's making biscuits oh, okay. on my leg. My, my furry little asshole just ran away. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, my my game of the year, I had to think not hard at all about this um, because I still think about this game since I've finished it. It still lives as the background on my phone. Um, this is a no brainer for me right now at this point in the year. There have been some cool games come out. There have been some fun games, but nothing has lived in my head rent free since it's time on my playthrough this year, more so than Dredge. Like Dredge is hands down my game of the year right now. It really is. And the thing is, is like, this is an indie title, which I am all about. You know, I'm a fucking indie guy. I love that shit. Um, this was produced by a very, very small team uh, of individuals from New Zealand. It is a Lovecraftian fishing sim, and it is so fucking good. So fucking good. Uh, 
I actually gave this game an 8.52. The only reason I gave that is like, uh, as opposed to a nine is like, it's early storytelling. It's just a touch slow, just slow enough that I could see it turning off some players if they weren't willing to push past the first like hour. Um, but if you do, this created one of the truest Lovecraftian experiences I've had in a video game in a very, very long time. And it did it in a way that felt genuine to his works while also maintaining an original story like presence. Um, you basically play as a fisherman who is unraveling the mystery of uh, of why this island is experiencing its sudden weird phenomenons, uh, all while trying to service this town that hired you by serving it with fish and other goods. And you uh, you're in like this little fishing boat and you go around and it is a completely open world game. There's five. It's like an archipelago that's got like it's that all have these varied histories um, kind of tied into them that circulate into the game. And um, as you're like going through the game, you are slowly unraveling more and more of this mystery, which has one of the coolest fucking twists I've had in a, in a story based video game in a really long time. Um, and this game is so well written that I felt compelled to read every conversation from every NPC. And this game has zero voice acting. Okay. Yes. Okay. Like it is, it is crafted in such a way that you are interested in what these characters have to say because anybody could accidentally just end up being another piece to this puzzle that you're trying to solve. And some of them give you like keys to actually progress, and some of you give you these really, really cool nuggets of lore that help kind of fit in these pieces to the puzzle that you just weren't really expecting. Um, and it ends with a really, really beautiful twist. Uh, not only that, but they've the, the developers have even recently mentioned that they're going to be doing a paid DLC and some new game modes and some free updates, uh, which I wasn't expecting because this game uh, really didn't have like a ton of replayability in the story department because of the nature of the big twist. Okay. Um but damn, it was just such a memorable fucking I knew it was going to do that. My I felt it like I felt it stutter. My camera did the thing. It did do the thing. <laughs> I saw it hiccup. Uh, okay. There you go. But hey, at least it was an easy fix this time. But no, I really this game. I think about this game seriously all the fucking time. Fuck you, camera. Stay on. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, like for you audio like it's, listeners. It's blinking. Uh, uh, Garrick is running at five struggling. frames per second. <coughs> While my camera just turns, turns on. and Why is it just turning on and off? I don't understand. Uh, uh, Garrick's camera anyways, just yeah, downloaded the I Redfall really, firmware. It's for fucking real. Uh, I have no idea why this is doing this. I'm really sorry, y'all. Um, but this... It was just a really fucking fun game. I literally... I love any game that has fishing in it. A game that is fishing-centric is all the more... We love fishing. Uh, all the all the better. I really, really did enjoy this game from front to back. I'm looking forward to the paid DLC. If Go you enjoy, if you really, really enjoy horror games, especially horror games that play on the, your fear of the depths, uh, you really should check this game out because it really, really does amazing things. It is a great homage to Lovecraft. 
um especially if you like lovecraftian if you if you're a fan of like lovecraftian horror you are fucking silly if you have not played this game yet absolutely silly um this is hands down my game of the year um even with some other really really amazing games coming out later this year i think this will probably end up staying in my top three i was trying to tell myself i'm gonna make my way through uncharted first but god damn it garrick i might have to play dredge if you're if you're making it your game of the fucking year for all the same reasons that i would make it a game of the year because of the Lovecraftian like influences, because of it being a good fishing sim, because of a good narrative, then god damn it, I might have to fucking play it's this sooner so than later, though. dog. Like I might have to fuck around to find out. Uh because god damn, that's just, that sounds good, man. That sounds fucking good. Uh, uh you should you should turn your camera off, unplug it, plug it back in, and then try again. I think we just lost. Uh-oh. So we can, we'll, uh oh. We'll, we lost we can, completely. We can move to DJ. DJ. What is your game of the year? Uh, My game of the year so far, because I haven't been able to play a lot of the cool titles that came out this year, because uh, it's either like uh, console exclusive or um, uh, the rest of the good games are coming out uh, later this year. Um, but my, my game of the year so far um is hi-fi rush actually hey good choice good choice hi-fi rush has to be one of the most refreshing games that i've played this year um if you guys don't know what hi-fi rush is it is like a rhythm fighting or rhythm beat-em-up uh sort of thing or or like uh it has like a combo system similar to uh devil may cry games um but everything is is to a beat. Um, and the soundtrack is really cool, really catchy. The characters and the writing is is so uh, it's so over the top, yet is very charming. It's not like it's uh, what, what Garrick said in his review. It's like anime, but it's not over the top and it's not obnoxious, mm-hmm. but it's definitely. It definitely very charming, and um, I, I love the characters. Fucking uh, fucking Chai, fucking eight oh eight the cat. Have a fucking little Robo cat follow you around. I mean that's that's pretty cool. Um, but it it's fun. There's some platforming as well, um, which I suck at. I think that's my my Achilles heel when it comes to gaming is platforming. Um, everything else I can do fine, but uh. Uh, even even movement, like movement, combat, everything within the game is, is following a beat. And if you hit those beats, you get the different combos and the the music gets better. It is great. Um, it, 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 it's an awesome game. Uh, I think it's on Game Pass. If you guys have Game Pass, uh, I believe it is. Yes. Yeah, it's still on Game Pass, so I, I suggest if you have if you have a Game Pass, please check it out. It is one of my favorite games so far this year in 2023, uh, but that will likely change once a few games come out, uh, uh, <clears throat> like all the fighting games coming out this year. Yeah, all three um, of them. Yeah, dog, all Jesus three Christ. of the biggest Jesus. heavy hitters in the FGC. Like it's just, it's it's pretty good. It's gonna be pretty good. 
Sick, man. Uh, is Garrick back? Garrick? Yes, Garrick has returned. Oh. Maybe. We'll yeah, see. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Who has returned? Sick, man. Well. Yeah, uh, sweet. I actually still haven't played that game, and I've been meaning to, but I have so many other games that I've been playing. Um, so, uh, Ernell, what is your game of the year so far? So I actually want to start out by saying that uh, Hi-Fi Rush uh, almost made it to my runner-up spot. Hi-Fi Rush is mm-hmm. a fucking incredible game uh, that... God damn, that game was so much fun. You like you, DJ's right. You should fucking play that game. It is it yeah, is a lot of game. fun. Um, just Tango game works, man. They're just killing it. Uh, my game of the year this year, and it it was hard. It was hard, and it was hard to really kind of come down to one because there's a a few bigger titles that I haven't blessed myself with yet um, for a variety of reasons. But of the ones that I have played this year. Um, I had to really consider what was the most fun experience for me and what enthralled me the most, um, as well as what I felt was just overall generally a experience that uh, brought joy for me. Um, and the only mm, game that I can joy, think of joy. thoroughly that did all of those things for me, every single time that I picked up my controller to play it was Wild Hearts. Ooh. Really? Really? Yeah. Really? So Wild Interesting. Hearts was uh, the Monster Hunter experience that I've been waiting for for a really, really long time. Um, it was it was so rad playing it with Garrick and Geo all That's the nights that we played. Uh, there, There's just some really fucking dope stuff that this game does at scale um, that I can't even begin to explain uh, without telling people just to go fucking experience it. Um, Wild Hearts is a fucking wonderful multiplayer experience. It is a wonderful monster hunting experience if you are someone that is not quite as... uh, not quite as like comfortable with the slower um combat style that Monster Hunter has. Um and the Monster slower... Hunter is sweatier. It's just sweatier. You can say it. It's okay. We know. It it, it is. It, 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 it is sweatier. Fans. It's but my but my, my grievances with Monster Hunter is uh it is is mostly just because a majority of the combat and it feels very just clunky. It feels clunky to me. Um, and like it, it, it's just not a smooth combat experience. And so going into Wild Hearts and having a majority of the weapons feel almost as smooth as Ghost of Tsushima felt right, especially coming straight into the tutorial where you have a katana and you have these dope ass like special moves and you have abilities that go along with it. And all of these abilities just stack and get cooler and cooler and cooler. The enemies you fight get cooler and cooler and cooler. Um, it's just it, it was just everything that I was asking for in a Monster Hunter style game that kept me from being a Monster Hunter fan. Wild Hearts had. Wild Hearts had available to me right there, right then. <clears throat> uh, 
the the just the fucking creature design is so dope. The world that they created is so dope. The story that they put together for you is really really cool in this. Um, the creatures feel the right size, and I I don't know how to express why that is a fucking problem for me in Monster Hunter. But it never feels like those creatures are the right size in Monster Hunter, and in in this. It's like everything is fucking massive. Everything. Mm-hmm. It's fucking massive. And you feel like you're like if if you're fighting it by yourself, you're gonna be fucked. You're gonna be so epically fucked. But if you play with your friends, you and your friends are kind of fucked. <laughs> like and it feel like that's the way I should feel hunting monsters. You know what I mean? And like that that feels right to me. And so when we go into the campaign, the story, and like we get to this part where we're fighting a massive fucking mountain-sized rock bear. <laughs> that feels fucking dope to me. That feels so fucking sick to me. Um, yes, Devin. It, it kind of gives like it's it's like a Monster Hunter meets Ghost of Tsushima meets Shadow of the Colossus type of feel. A little bit. I mean, we're not we're not like climbing. Well, actually, we are climbing. Actually, actually, yeah. yeah. No, you you're hundred yeah. you're hundred percent right because you do get an opportunity to climb onto the monsters the majority of the time. Um, and and so like yeah, you you're, you're kind of right. The the weapons experience in this it not on top of being smoother than Monster Hunter, they just because it's leaning in this samurai direction no matter what weapon you're using you just feel like this dopely overpowered fucking samurai thing that is fighting equally overpowered fucking monsters the entire time and they have goofy names and they do goofy things but when you run into this giant like bison caterpillar fucking thing that's spitting lava everywhere and you're like what the fuck is going on right now that feels cool to me and getting the opportunity to experience this like brand new IP with Garrick and Geo for like three weeks straight, like we were like we were like kind of off and on playing this, like it was fun, man. It was a fun experience, mm-hmm. and like I, I, I almost, I, I wanted to lean in the direction of potentially Dead Island Two, but Dead Island Two has not given me the razzle dazzle that wild hearts did as a brand new IP, a brand new IP. And yeah, I can't, I can't recommend this game enough. I, I, I it's worth its salt as a monster hunting game. Like yeah. it really is like the, I think what's, I, I, if I just, just to t- tack on to your little thing here, cause I fucking thought it was a great team game too. Uh, like this is it's different because I feel like with Monster Hunter, like you really feel like you're just like you just want to hunt the monster, right? Like you just yeah. hunt the monsters, craft the armor and the weapons. Like you're not there for what's going on in the game. But this one, like you're hunting the monsters and like it's got like that gameplay loop, but it's also nice. It's also like a cohesive enough, just good game that like if you were to beat it and get to the last boss, you could, you, you could be like that was really good. I liked that and feel okay uninstalling it and not have to just want to repeat that endless cycle of hunting Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. still feel satisfied with the game and not have to put 200 more hours in to be like, okay, I'm done now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. hundred percent. And then, and that on top of the fact that like this world is just so right up my alley, like as a, 
Studio Ghibli fan, um, mm-hmm. Princess Mononoke specifically being one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, this world this feels is. like Princess mm-hmm. Mononoke. Um, it, it is very much influenced by the environment and world of Princess Mononoke. So there's, you know, a part where you go and fight this massive fucking boar that's causing problems in the area. And you feel like you're fighting a massive fucking boar god. Like, the, it, it feels that. And that's how I want to feel in a game that mm-hmm. is surrounded by, hey, hunt this monster down because it's killing people right like that's how it should feel not go up and there's a 15 foot tall rock t-rex and it's like okay cool like you're the size of a ford f-450 right like that's real like that's like that's like like like, i want these things to be giant i want them to be daunting and that was it for me so to be fair you didn't get to the point in monster hunter where it is like that Yes and no. I mean, like, that's what's different, though, that like I would like, you know, like even as a fan of Monster Hunter, like this game gave him that satisfaction earlier on and compelled him to keep playing. And he wasn't interested enough in the original gameplay loop of Rise to Mm -hmm. want to get to that part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm probably if I uninstalled that game because everybody stopped playing it and I pretty much only wanted to play that game with people. If you guys were to reinstall that game, I would play it again. I think yeah. I still have it installed, honestly. I'll have to double check to make sure, but pretty sure I do. I did. I enjoyed it enough that I wouldn't be surprised if I kept it on. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Mm-hmm. Devin, tie tie us off with a bow, man. What is your game of the year, dude? Well, I'm a shill. We'll start off with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to give it to Tears of the Kingdom. Wow. I have... Over Jedi uh... Survivor. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh, well, wee. okay, damn. all right, all right. I, I haven't Dude. finished Jedi Survivor yet because don't get me wrong, I am loving Jedi Survivor, I really am. That That is my number three right now, um, okay, okay. But Tears of the Kingdom is so good. I, I, I have such a nostalgic happiness playing that game that I haven't felt in such a long time because of my love for the Zelda franchise. And also the exploration is just top tier. The the environment is top tier. The 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 gameplay loop of pretty much being able to do whatever you want and solve puzzles in almost any way is fantastic. I mean there there's not just one way to do something in this game. There's not. Okay. It, it's an endless amount of ways. And I've watched videos of people doing things in other dungeons and stuff like that. Like I've, because I get curious, how did this person do this? And almost everybody has a different way of doing it. And it's really cool to see that. Um, some people just build bridges. Some people uh, make crazy contraptions, you know? Um, and uh, the, the, the gameplay loop just gets me. And I am so pulled into that game. Um, like Shane is saying, it's a mind buster. It, it feels good to play. Like when you solve a puzzle in that game, you get a boost of serotonin. It's not like other games when I solve a puzzle and I'm like, oh, fucking finally that's over, you know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm not a puzzle guy. I'm not. I actually don't like puzzles in games. He's I not, am more he's really, really not guys. He, I, yeah, I eat that shit up. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like story. I like uh, fluid gameplay and I like loot. 
and getting rewarded. That's usually how my serotonin bursts come in video games. <laughs> that that's that's what I like. Give me all the things. And see, this game also has all that too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So um I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give it to Tears of the Kingdom for now. Now I do want to reiterate, there are some really good fucking games coming out the rest of this year. There's so, a game coming out next fucking week that might change my entire opinion on everything Diablo I just said. Four, baby! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's go! Which, which I know that Garrett early access, I, baby. Yep, we have early, early access. access. Let's go. Let's go. I gotta get my pre-order in today. Guess my... I'm gonna have so much time to play that game. <laughs> Jesus, Dude, man. Me too. I'm gonna make more time to play that game. Garrick, Garrick we're gonna be sitting here at nine o'clock when that game releases, and we're playing that. Yep, and I will be. What yep, and then we're, like, I'm and not then gonna we're, be part of that and too. And then we're gonna try to log in, and we're gonna get error thirty four. And it, yep. I'm not even gonna yep. give a shit, dude. I'll just yep. be staring there, shit eating grin. Uh, it's fine. I'll 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 just log. I'll, dude, I will swear to God, dude. I am going to sit there with that shit on my screen because I know I'm not going to be able to get logged in. I'm going to sit in the fucking queue and I'm going to put a fucking movie on. Restart my controller so I, my Xbox doesn't turn off and wait. I I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Diablo four on my TV. I'm gonna have Tears of the Kingdom going right here and then a movie and we'll probably be sitting in Discord together. <laughs> but what, what, time, baby. what time does the uh, early access go live? Um, I'm pretty day, sure it goes. It, oh, what day it goes live on uh, 9 p.m. on the second? Ah, uh, yes. yes, June Next 2nd. Week. Next yes, week. Yes, I like. It's I gonna like be great. Sir. Yep, I'll be here. I'll be here, boys. Let's do it. Yep, I'm excited. I'm excited. But um, yeah, I it, it's it's Zelda, man. It's Zelda. It's oh, Zelda's. I miss entirely. Let oh. me correct myself right here and now. The oh. early access begins at 4 p.m. on June 1st. Oh, oh fuck. Is that 4, this weekend? 4 p.m.? God damn it. I work, that is, I work until that, 5.30. That is, next Thursday, that is next Thursday. Are we canceling shipwreck? <laughs> <laughs> are we can't. Are we, are we not? Are we doing? Yeah, I know. Are we? Are we? Are I mean, we, I, I mean, I, I, I. Or we can just stream upset. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just do two splash damages of Diablo. Let's do two splash damages of Diablo. Sorry, guys. Um, Shipwreck will be Wednesday next hold week. On, hold on. Is, is, <laughs> hold on. Honey, Poopy says stream it. Hold on. Is 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 Diablo four crossplay? I don't know. Did yes. I Yes. Oh, hold on. Full crossplay. Full cross DJ. progression, bro. DJ. PC. PlayStation, Someone slide me twenty Xbox. bucks and I got it. I got you, oh, doggy dog. Let's <laughs> fucking make it happen, bro. Slide me twenty dollars and I got. You. Let's fucking got make it, it happen, Hell boys. Yeah. Let's go, Devin. Oh, yeah. Tell the people our schedule for this week, my guy. Our schedule for this week is. Thursday, we're doing the Shipwreck Show live, which you want to be here this week because it might not happen next week now. <laughs> Friday, me and Garrick are going to be doing a splash damage stream of Vampires. V Rising. We're going to get that early Diablo fix and play as vampires and hunt some um, bandits because that's what you do. And we're going to get that V blood and you're going to see us smelling it. We're going to be like all over the place. Uh, be here. Both of those are at 7 p.m. West Coast, Best Coast time. <laughs> you're, you're laughing, but you can ask Eric. I'm not wrong. 
<laughs> yeah, you be, you be sniffing Is that, that the blood. Bucky? Is that the, the Bucky or whatever? The Bucky. The Bucky? The, the Bucky Beaver? Bu- the Beaver. Bucky. He's a beaver. You see his wow, tail? He has the tail on yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Okay. It's cute. It's cute. It's cute. <laughs> Guys, Saturday, I will not be here, but these boys will be here as they are doing a GK podcast review of The Little Mermaid. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah we that'll are. be at 12 p.m. West Coast time, 3 p.m. East Coast time. Be here or don't be here, but you should be here because mm. you're here in this. Mm. So be here. Guys, let us know what your games of the year are so far. Um, hit us up in Discord. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter. Twitter's, Twitter and Discord are going to be the best places, honestly. But you can find us at all places. Because this has been the Good Kraken Podcast. Your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you wanted to hear live you. every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. right here at twitch.tv forward slash good show. If you've enjoyed the show, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive post-show content, and soon have early access to episodes before they go live on podcast and video services across the digital See, you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Crack and Explanation and leaving a review there. But until next time, okay, okay. (laughs) Jesus.